Well, folks, Stefan has a mustache, and it is very disconcerting. I hate it a lot, and I don't even want to do this. Welcome to Blocked Party. That's what we're... Yep. Because I wanted to introduce myself yeah, I know, and say I have a mustache look, Yeah, now. but it looks like so shit. cut my legs I had from to, under me. I know. Uh, you have to look at it, I guess. I know. Dan likes it. You're cutting my legs out from under me and that I feel like when I look at it, I can't walk. This is four days of growth. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, but I don't care about... you. I, like, I know that you get excited for body hair still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not... It's a big deal for me. Hello, friends, idiots, friends who are also idiots. Uh, welcome to Blocked Party, your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. This is episode 38... I didn't even fucking look. I think it is 38. Is it 38? Yeah, okay, 38. well. Well, okay. T- do one where you say it's 39 as well, and then, and then Dan No, can it's 38. Be, it's 39, maybe. Is, it's it's 38? Thir- episode 38. Okay. Um, yeah, you have a mustache, and I don't like it, and our guest can see it as well, and I would like him to weigh in on it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you may know this man from the internet. He is a classic internet funny man, the description that everyone loves about themselves. <laughs> Welcome to the program, Bobby Big Wheel. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. Hey, John. Hey, Stefan. Uh, Stefan, the mustache makes you look like a 17-year-old trying to buy beer. Okay. Thank you. But I think that's that's fine because I when I go to buy beer, I look like a 17-year-old trying to buy beer even if I don't have the mustache, right? So that's probably yeah, I guess if you don't have the mustache, you look like a 15-year-old trying to I buy don't beer. get I don't get ID'd anymore though. But I think really? it's because I only get beer from like the same place. Right. So they, so just, they like, know. know me. They, they ID'd me once. a lot at first. Yeah. Right, okay. So they're like, yeah, we we got fooled by this guy before. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and Bobby, I am, we're not going to reveal it just yet, but I am very, I'm very excited for your block. Uh, I think it's maybe the most reprehensible person uh, we've, we've had on uh, to, to discuss uh, yeah. as, as a block before. Maybe it's him or, uh, I mean, this was a bonus episode, but Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Um, <laughs> that was a pretty bad one too. But I, th- I think this one might actually be worse. Um, that took me a second was, to laugh at because I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Cl- and that's patreon.com slash block party if you want to listen to that one. Uh, I tweeted his profile picture back at him and he. Uh, yeah. Uh, and if you block. become a Patreon, you get to hear about all the members of ISIS who have blocked uh, Stefan and John. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did hack my parody account. That's a true. Few years ago. So. ISIS, uh, my only online interaction. I thought you were going to say, like, my only issue with my ISIS. O- I only have like, one bone to yeah, pick. My with ISIS. only issue with ISIS is just bad organization. You know, <laughs> it's just like you really think if they could really just tighten up on the administrative end, they could be so this much whole better. whole lone wolf but, thing. You know? Yeah, really. Well, let's is. Go pack. You know, exactly. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. It's finally Dan, someone. Dan, we may un- have to cut this. I, I finally, someone understands Dan. me. Dan doesn't have to cut. Yeah, it's well, fine. ISIS, they're Dutch posters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would say true. that. Yeah, yeah, I would they say are like in, the in terms of, of yeah, Dutch. I'd say in terms of like in the world of terrorism, ISIS are uh, are the Dutch posters. They're the Dutch posters yeah. of terrorism. Yeah, that's true. That's accurate. I the only interaction I've had with ISIS online is actually a teacher friend of mine joined who, ISIS. Yes, and it's so crazy. Um, but she's you know doing well. She's a good teacher. Um, great teacher. You can't take that away. From you her. can't. And it doesn't. Uh, that's what I've learned about teaching in my time being a teacher. It's that if it doesn't matter what you teach. There's there is still a skill in being a good teacher. Well, I think that speaks to how desperate maybe the government is for teachers. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, no, but she left. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So took a sabbatical. Yeah, ISIS. <laughs> she took a yes, yeah. a real sabbatical. Um, there's Piss Pig Granddad, who was a good poster, and he joined Peshmerga to fight against ISIS, and that really was the posting wars kind of in Iraq. And I think if you are good at posting, you uh, support a Kurdish state in the north of Iraq. Yeah, I would agree with that. John? 
I mm, <laughs> well, I mean, I'll just say yes. I mean, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, my teacher friend, her Facebook, coward. She's just a regular. <laughs> she's just a regular person who does not have it. Like, I can understand why your Cat Will Ferrell account was hacked. I don't know. Well, okay, not it, yours, but the Cat Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, I can understand yeah. why it was hacked because you know it's got like tens of thousands of followers. Like, it makes sense, and it's very clearly just like this, like spam account too, which exactly. I think is the type of account that gets targeted. Precisely, but she's just like a regular person on Facebook and. I don't even think had that many like it's not like she you know has a big following or whatever just her actual friends and it got hacked by ISIS. Were they like were they doing ISIS stuff on there or were they trying to sell like Ray Bans? No, they were doing ISIS stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, they weren't trying to sell. They weren't trying to sell the the classic ISIS Ray Bans uh, that everyone knows. Yeah, Uh, yeah, no, it was just wild. So she's just like, yeah, she's like, whatever. I didn't really care about Facebook anymore anyway. So she just like. It's still she there. Just, like, let it happen. I don't know if it's still there or not, but it was like it was really weird because yeah, my like Facebook She's, like, stories. Someone, hey, I'll add you on Facebook. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not you on. Like ISIS? I mean, technically, I mean, yeah, it's like you know you when, ISIS? when you get married uh, and then you like put your maiden name in the brackets so people can still find you on Facebook. It's <laughs> yeah. like a name in Arabic and then her her regular. Yeah, name it's like a brackets. joint account. It's like her <laughs> and ISIS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're just sharing it. Yeah. Just depends on you know what day it is. Who really wants to get their message out? I noticed you liked the page for beheadings oh no that was that was isis that wasn't me <laughs> yeah that was i promise you the khashoggi thing nothing to do with me and uh and and bobby you uh where do you stand on isis we asked this of all our guests as you know i am against isis okay. I, I i feel really bad for your former co-worker john just because you know especially if she was single because can you imagine like you're online dating and they do like their reference on you and you're hanging out at like a bar on your first date and they're like so <laughs> That it, Islamic State stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, because she is like a political, like I would say she's like a pretty like woke. But she's like a younger person, feminist. You know, she's and very involved. Like, yeah, yeah, very politically involved, anti-pipeline, all that stuff. So yeah. I would I would think for her, it'd be even more over the top of just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, but no, she did, did she, she make seemed, another account or she just no, left? Yeah. She was just like, whatever, I'm off Facebook okay, now. Yeah, Who cares? That's smart. So, yeah, so I don't even know if I still like follow her technically. You should or look whatever. it up right now. Well, but the name's in Arabic, so I don't even just know how to search Facebook it. for ISIS. I'm sure that won't. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that won't get, get me on any watch list. At your door, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a classic thing that I do. I'm going to go ahead and not search You're ISIS. Not search on ISIS. My Facebook. Dan, can you search ISIS on the show computer? <laughs> On Facebook? No, you don't have to. Maybe you're just an Archer fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, Jesse's going to get so mad at me for bringing this up because I bring it up on the stream. Oh, you know what? Like two, every two weeks um, whenever his pets appear on the stream. But he at one point had a cat and they adopted it and the cat's name was Isis. And that was, this was like pre-Isis. Sure. This was not like post-Isis. But I tell everyone that he named it after uh, Isis. So I have a story for you in that vein, but it was not a cat. It was a person and she changed her name to to Isis. Isis. Was this pre Isis though? Yes. Okay. So it was not her birth name. Okay. But it was like, I'm not even joking you like three months. Her birth name was Boko Haram. (laughs) (laughs) Surely this name will be fine. (laughs) Yeah. It was Arab spring. Then it was Boko Haram. And now we're ISIS. It's so confusing. But uh, no, she was back to uh, Adam Waffen. So uh, (laughs) yeah, she's good now. Yeah. (laughs) So she yeah, it was like literally like uh, I have to say like a month or two months 
just before like ISIS started becoming a thing. Yeah. And so back when she, it was a weird Twitter account. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. Then she had to change her name. And so she changed her name to that and then had to just like change her name again. And so now she has a different name. What is her, I mean, you can't like, I'm not going to say no, because you like know her and yeah. Yeah. And I just, I'm not going to like, you also don't want to say it because you're worried that by, by speaking her name, you're going to speak another terrorist group into existence. Yeah, wouldn't that be so? Her name's funny? like Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, well, Charlottesville. Well, that's so, true. Yeah, I no, mean, yeah. that's was the that was the backup. Um, so yeah, man, it's a it's a tough that's a tough thing. It Ch- is. Ch- pardon me, changing your name and then can I? Okay, changing names, changing subjects. What did you guys have for breakfast this morning? Because I think I had the worst one out of the three of us. I want to know. Okay, so Bobby, we'll start with you. What, <laughs> what, what did you, what did you have for breakfast this changing morning? Changing names, changing subjects. The title of Stefan's autobiography. <laughs> Uh, what what'd you have for breakfast, Bobby? Oh, I had uh, masa cakes, which is pancakes made of masa. Okay. Oh, wow. With uh, chocolate. Okay. So I, th- I think Bobby might have had the best one. I mean, I'm sure you had a pretty decent one. I'm not even gonna, like Dan. I have to. Dan has not. Dan's breakfast okay, Dan, is the beer. Dan is holding him. up a beer. So, uh, so and it's one up an hour too. before he got here and it's 1 p.m. John, what did you um, have? I had a smoothie. Okay. So it was uh, strawberries, blueberries, banana. Uh, peanut butter, coconut milk, and uh, my Vega One protein powder. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, at ten twenty. That sounds like morning. a delightful smoothie. That sounds yeah, really good. It's yeah, a nice, it's nice little healthy start to the day. Yeah, you know, I knew I was going to have to do. We're doing two podcasts today. We're doing this one. We're doing a bonus episode right after. I knew I would need my energy. Yeah. Well, so that was smart because uh, my breakfast this morning uh, was a Costco hot dog <laughs> at ten ten fifteen. I think ten twenty. Um, went went to Costco this morning. And well, why? you have to get a hot, well, you no, have you to don't. get a hot dog no, when you, you go don't. to Costco. It's a but great you actually deal. don't though. But I'm feeling it now. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it's not or good. Or probably shit. <laughs> well, so that's the thing is like <laughs> the last two times I've been to Costco and had a hot dog, I felt like really shitty after. You don't say. But I was thinking, well, maybe because it's the morning, it's going to like trick my body. <laughs> well, it's like, there's no way he's eating a Costco hot dog at 10 in the morning. But I yeah, think that's it, how your stomach works. Yeah, my body saw through my my scheme. <laughs> Uh, and I don't, I don't feel great right now. I mean, this, this sparkling water here, uh, is helping quite a bit. You've yeah. Got the polar, the, the polar seltzer aid, yeah, mango, uh, which lime is mango limeade. It's delicious. Great flavor. Yeah. Um, and you've got the orange or is that the blood, or, blood orange? Ooh, wow. Made, yeah. Okay. Can we get a can check, Bobby? What are you, what are you sipping on over there? Can check. I got a tangerine LaCroix. Ooh. Ooh okay. I don't know if we get that flavor up here. We don't. No. no. I mean, I've been, I, you know what I've been sipping on in terms of LaCroix? Because that's like, uh, you, as you know, John, and maybe, and you know this too, Bobby, the uh, Canadian selection of seltzer is not good. Yeah. And we've talked and about I will say, it does piss me off still that because it was invented in America, it was we in have Minnesota. to call it LaCroix. Yeah. You know, like, obviously it's pronounced LaCroix. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I had the, uh, I've had, I've been drinking the passion fruit. Oh yeah, that's the best flavor. That I think is the is the best for me. That's the top tier. That's the top tier uh, Lacroix. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that your favorite too, Bobby, or is it the tangerine? Uh, well, it's up there. My favorite's a. I'm kind of a psycho. I like the key lime the best. Okay. Wow. You have to really like key lime, but yeah, I just want to you know apologize to you guys that um, because President Trump is mad at Justin Trudeau, we have the seltzer trade wars there that (laughs) that you can get it. 
Uh, it is just, it is sickening. Yeah. The, uh, we can't the, get the polar yeah, up here. The bubble, the bubble strike. I mean, we've got bubbly, but it's not even like the good bubbly. Yeah, we don't get any of the good and bubblies. to make matters worse, uh, all the bubbly stuff up here, and I don't know if this is the same down in the States, because he is fairly famous down there too, I think, but Michael Buble yeah, yeah. Uh, is doing cool. all the uh, the ads for bubbly up here. Oh, is he? Yeah, because he, he's like, his name right, sounds like it. And yeah. so he's like, drink like a, a buble. It's so stupid. And it oh. uh, gets really mad. Because I was I was just about to do the Lacroix joke, but for bubbly, and be like, it's actually pronounced buble. No, but, it, he, but does, that's what he does. He, so, yeah, they got, they got ahead of you on do that it, one. That people would have been like, have that's you, hack. Have you guys? I mean, this is a little hack a little out of season. But have you guys heard his uh, his cover of Santa Baby? Oh yeah, where it's hot. I think he like what does he do in it? He, he says like, oh no, it's Santa Buddy. So that's not like mm. so he's not like gay, I guess is the idea because otherwise he'd be talking about wanting to, and he's like so uh, fragile, I guess. Oh, that he changes it, so it's just like, hey, Santa, like you want to hang Sup, out, dog? Santa buddy, Santa buddy, yeah. Let's have a yeah. Coke. Dan, can you look this up to confirm? Because I I feel like I, maybe I'm just completely making this up. I've hallucinated this, but I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure. So it, he subverted the whole song because he didn't want to say Santa baby. I'm I thought he. Oh, maybe did no. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, he does change it. So it starts out with Santa Baby, and then he yeah. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Santa Buddy. Yeah, and then he just oh, to emphasize yeah. how straight he is. Yeah. Think, think of all, all the, the fun, fun that I've missed. missed. Think, think of, of all, all the hotties that, that I haven't kissed. kissed. So he's saying like I could have fucked all year, but I didn't. So give me a present. Yeah, is that, that's what he's saying. He asked right? for Canucks tickets too in one of them. Oh, this is really oh. bad. Oh, that's tough. That's Go- a tough <laughs> present. Yeah. Santa like his wingman or something? That's sort of what it seems sort to of, be. or just he's just like he's like, hey bud, like throw me a bone. Like I don't because he's saying he's asking for presents. Yeah, because I think the hotties part is what he's saying is like I've been really good all year. Think about all the hotties well, I haven't kissed. Like like I could have kissed those girls, but it's a sin to kiss. Now is the is the other is like, what I think he's saying the original Santa baby okay. is this is the original Santa baby like super overtly sexual? I feel like it's about a banging. Is it Santa? I, like Hold is on, there, let, is me, there, let I, me I'm look just, here. Like, I don't remember there being any lines where it's like, oh, Santa, no. chow down on my sniz, you know, like there's <laughs> nothing like that, right? Well, that's actually yeah. the, that's the, that's the last line. Well, the Snoop Dogg <laughs> does the re- Santa chow on my sniz. My I mean, biz. it's okay. It's not, <clears throat> no, it's not really. It's more just like Santa, you're hot. It's not like uh, I'll be kissing Santa Claus right. or whatever, where it's but, like, but, but it's, so know. it's Eartha Kit and she does, she says baby and honey. Yeah, but it's not like a, it's almost just like a little. It's like flirtatious. Yeah, it's like a winky, like, yeah. hey, yeah. B- hey, bud, hey, buddy. Yeah. What's up? But yeah, she's not like, you know, get get down there and get to business. Right. Yeah. No, she, but no, she says, hurry down my chimney. That's a euphemism for, oh. you know. Oh, yeah. 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 No, that's a good point. You're right. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about that. That is, uh, yeah. that is what I say uh before yeah. i'm about to fornicate i think in the buble one it's like maybe hey, i'm Santa, about to hurry down your chimney i think they cut out that line in the buble one it's just like i'll meet you up front just like honk when you're here <laughs> yeah uh the passenger seat's wide open i got dual side airbags buddy let's just go for a ride we can do an uber split I yeah mean, we'll split you know, it up yeah but he doesn't want to say ride that's also too yeah, sexy. Exactly. It's like let's that's go for close. a cruise yeah. but then that's also got gay connotations it does, yeah. so he's like let's just go for a drive it sucks there we that go. That's uh the- it sucks that michael buble is probably the most famous canucks fan it's him or uh, what's her name from the Marvel movies, and 
And well, the fact that you don't even know her name well, exactly. means the answer is probably yeah. Michael Bublé. I, f- I forget her name. It's Adam it, Hadwin, the golfer. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely no, nowhere near as famous as yeah. Michael Bublé. Yeah, and then there's one of the guys from Supernatural, I think, as well. Yeah, um, but like, I mean, what is that? No, exactly. So, I mean, Bobby, you're a fan of several New York teams. Is that right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly New York teams. Yeah. So, I mean, they have a lot like to, 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 real celebrities. Yeah, to get yeah. down to Michael Bublé, that's like the 1500th. On the, on oh the yeah, list Mike, of Michael Buble can't even get into the Rangers games for free. No, no, God damn. Yeah, I mean, yeah no. Like, if you went to a Knicks game and like, and, you know, if you go to one, they'll introduce all the celebrities, like, or not introduce, but like, they'll show them sitting courtside and people will cheer. Yeah, and like the big ones, you know, like a Spike Lee will get like a pretty decent round of applause, or like if Jerry Seinfeld's there, you know, he'll get uh, some pretty nice accolades, and then you know, you go further and further down the list and so it's like uh you know the guy who took over for lin-manuel miranda and hamilton He'll get like, <laughs> yeah uh famous rapper Flo rida is here tonight yeah. uh Flo, put your hands together for Flo rida it was funny going uh to lakers games and, the, and it was like similar to the the knicks games right like that same level of celebrity and then uh clippers games and it would be like uh this person was on like laguna beach right i mean now i think you're gonna see yeah with now that they got they're the the big ticket so it'll be a bit different now but uh do they have somewhere for the celebs to go during the game so that they don't mingle with the commoners or do it because i know like a lot of them will sit courtside i feel like like there's gotta be like a private lounge or something right there has to be like a raya but for the games yeah yeah there's gotta be right They, they have like they're special little lounge, but I mean, I think like the real celebrities, they just have like a go for running them drinks and food and stuff. Right. And, you know, on their way out, they've got like their security detail, you know, you know, shoving the riffraff out of the way. Yeah. Making yeah. sure the plebes don't. Cause I would say like for the Canucks, like we're on the list, like we can't get into a Canucks game for free, but like if you're ranking Canucks celebrities, we would make the list in like the top 200. Yeah. Maybe? Something like that. Yeah, but you're not a Canucks fan. No, but, I hate them, but yeah. it doesn't, but no, that I know exactly. That's how desperate they are. I think, yeah. They're it. like, Oh, well this guy's like Canucks adjacent. Yeah. And they have a pretty successful podcast. I mean, my brand is just how much I hate them is the thing. That's, that's true. How, but you have the whole uh, hockey account that yeah. you hate them on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that you, but that is part of being a fan. Absolutely. Is yeah. hating them. Absolutely. You know 100%. what I mean? I mean, you understand that Bobby. That, that's what sports yeah. fandom is all about. Um, but we can move on to, do you want to do the segue here? John? Well, I mean, you fucked it up now. You just passed the ball over to me. Yeah. Cause you're good at doing segues. Yeah. But not now because, voice, you, cause you've made it into this, like, you know, okay. You know what? How about this? This is a first. Why don't we get Bobby to do the segue? Yeah. Into the, into we'll, our social we'll media. Far, update. We'll farm it out. Sorry to put you on the spot here, but. Oh, I, I, I think I can handle this. Okay. So, um, let's hold on. <laughs> A lot of fun talking about celebrities at sports games, but you know what's even more fun? Talking about the posts we saw the, over the last week. Okay, that Pretty was good. that was really good, actually. That was quite yeah, good. No, I like good that for one. you. Maybe yeah. well, you can take over doing the segues because I can't on. do them. I can't. Well, you had a pretty good one earlier, changing names, changing subjects. But that was that was within well, not really a segue. That was though, within the opening riff. That was just yeah. changing the subject, not changing the segment. <clears throat> I feel like those are two different types of segues. You know, changing names, changing segments. Mm, okay, yeah. yeah. That might be how Stefan got his penis enlarged. Well, okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's okay. I uh, the Stefan Heck story. Yeah, let's okay. Let's just do the social media update. All right, Bobby, we always like to start with the guest. What is going on on your social media, my friend? So, um, 
I don't know if you guys have been on Twitter over the last week, but uh, a phenomenon overtook it, and it was uh, thirty to fifty feral hogs. Yes, the 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 hog. I did. Yeah, the Twitter hogs. Yeah. So that like I thought that was a joke when I first saw it. Just like I looked at the reply and I, I gave like a cursory glance to the guy's account, and I assumed uh, he was joking. Because it was like too outlandish, isn't but, it? Like, who oh, was it again? It was like Jason Isbell. Yeah, it was a right. reply to him. Yeah, Let, Bobby can explain it. So uh, Jason Isbell, he's a country music singer, but he's also a lib. So that means his mentions really just like stir up the pot because they really like cross pollinate. You know, he's kind of the equivalent of like a New York Times conservative op-ed columnist, where they like will throw something out there and like it'll be like blood in the water for sharks. Right, right. Except Jason Isbell, like, unlike a New York Times conservative op-ed columnist, like, if he died, people would be sad. <laughs> um, so, you know, so, and, you know, we had a bunch of shootings here uh, because this is America. And Jason Isbell said, you know, I grew up in Alabama. You know, you, nobody needs these assault weapons. And a guy came into his mentions and said, uh, you know, I have... I or I live on a farm. Um, if thirty to fifty feral pigs come and threaten my children, uh, I have three to five minutes to get them inside, uh, unless I have an assault uh, rifle. And it was just like this moment where, like, it was right after the shooting, so everyone was super fucking tense. And they saw this ridiculous reply from this guy, and I think people just like cracked. And it was just the funniest thing that anyone had seen in a really long time. And everyone for the last week has just been riffing off of 30 to 50 feral uh, hogs running wild um, on this guy's farm. Right. right. I, They're like 30 to 50 feral hogs, but enough about a, a gang. Bang. You got this. You got. OK. Does that what that what's you you landed on that? That's that's what we're. No, going that's with. what I was saying. People were saying. Oh, that was me. an example. It not sounded like me. that was you saying. That. No, I said, well, I'd said it. Yeah, like technically. Right. But I was doing the like, those are like the caliber of jokes. It was like I ironically. Was OK, OK. There's I a see. lot of like 30 to 50 feral hogs, oh, but enough one. about yeah. my bottom drawer of my dresser. Okay. That's a that's, that's a lesbian. All right. I don't, what? OK, uh, that's terrible because she's got a bunch of a bunch of dildos and vibrators. Call them hogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, OK. That, yeah, I've yeah. never heard a dildo referred to as a hog before. I've heard the real thing called a hog. Yeah, but of never course. Heard. That's really, know, that's that's really like, unnerving to call a dildo a hog. I kind of like like it. It's only a hog if it's got the Harley Davidson logo on it. It's, a, it do- it's okay. a Harley Davidson sponsored so, hog. Oh my god! In this case, I, I need a like dildo. Calling dildos hogs now because like yeah. um, I want to use Harley Davidson are just like kind of boomer sadness machines. Yeah, and I want to like change the you know hog to mean something just ridiculous and for them to be ashamed of. That. Yeah, so yeah, dildos. Smart. We starting it here. Dildos are now called hogs. And we there's this okay there's a store by us in Vancouver uh, called Women's Wear and out front of the store um, it refers to dildos as dillies they've got a sign and they're like we got a bunch of dillies in yeah. here so we just always so <laughs> Becca and I just call them dillies all the time but now I'm gonna call them feral isn't that a Dairy Queen thing. The Dilly Bar? The Dilly Bar, yeah. That's, the that's bar. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to go to a that's Dilly Bar. That's also what that's like, you know how Apple stores have the genius yeah, bar. Yeah. <laughs> Women's wear has the Dilly Bar. Um, so it's the, good. It's just regular. It's cool. The, but the, the 30 fer- to 50 feral hogs. The feral hog thing was funny to me because <laughs> two days before that, I saw there was a Twitter account where it's like cool, like 
gifts of like technology and like weird machines and stuff. And I think it's, I forget what it's called, but it's all like strangely hypnotic, like assembly line stuff and, and right. stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Um, where it's like, uh, stuff getting like the lids put on by like a, a, a machine or whatever. Right. And, and it looks like it's very hypnotic, but they had one for a feral hog trap. And I saw this like two days before and it's this, this big round metal cage basically. And there's, uh, on the ground, there's like a bunch of food right. and all the hogs go in there right. and, and they, 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 I guess, trigger the, the trap and this, this fence just falls down all around them and like expands but they just can't. They just can't get out. It's this. It's like wow. this huge. It's like a mouse trap, basically. But for feral for hog, hog trap. But oh enough about the cougar bar by my I, house. Okay. <laughs> Which I know. What, I know what bar you're referring to. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few. There's a few of them around. <laughs> Go ahead, Bobby. Uh, uh, I mean, one of the you know. So there was really kind of some great kind of almost like classic Twitter joke pyramids going off of thirty to fifty feral hogs, just because it's such a specific number. Yeah. 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 That was when you, when, you, when you throw that out there, it's just, it's hard to, you know, so, I mean, it was like, it was almost like Harambe for a while, like before Harambe got overtaken by like the barstool crowd. Right. Yeah. Boko and, Harambe. And oh, is that, that is, is that a thing? That's guys? something. That's, that's something. Ben you. Shapiro, I think is still making, he has made, I think I want to say off the top of my head, three Harambe jokes this year. Wow. Um, which is just, oh. Uh, such a bad sentence to say. That is, that's still terrible. So we'll, we'll talk about this a little more in my uh, block thing, but like early part of the decade, the, some of the worst posters were what I call epic bacon guys. Yes. Bacon guys are still like making Harambe jokes. And I, I, I wonder if the feral hogs like might be a bit much for them to carry forward. And I'm, I'm kind of hoping it stays kind of like frozen in Amber, like a Jurassic park mosquito It's just this great moment. As we were just making jokes about feral hogs and forgetting our troubles in this crazy world of ours. It was a nice little, yeah, like t- two or three days where everyone was making just jokes about something very stupid. And it was, uh, like yeah. you were saying, it was right after the shooting. So, uh, people kind of needed something dumb to talk about. Uh, and that, that sort of filled the void perfectly. So. I was, I would, I did the thing where I logged on that morning and I, uh, I just refused to learn why <laughs> people were meeting it. <laughs> That's like you every day. Though. Yeah, true. But I, so I was just like, this is so stupid and I don't know why everybody's doing this. And of course, like I'm just going to put it out there. Like I follow a lot of very funny people, but I also follow a lot of extreme dumbasses <laughs> who are not funny at all because where I, do I, uh, where do I fall? No, you're very funny. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm why pretty I'm, stupid too. Yeah, but it's yours is like a good balance. Like okay. I'm talking like intellectual dumb. Okay. Um, because I follow on because I'm a big sports guy, so I follow a lot of sports people. And if you've ever listened right. to a sports podcast, you'll know that sports podcasters think that they are the funniest people on earth mm-hmm. and have the worst possible jokes you could ever imagine. Yeah, They're not correct. even jokes. Yeah. So that. So it's like the equivalent of like having very funny, like real life comedians and internet comedians making like very good jokes. But then like for every one good one, there was like 10 just awful, like shitty sports to like 30 to 50 feral hogs, but enough about the New York giants roster next year or whatever, you know, like now that's good. That's funny. Well, yeah, not to me, but anyway, it was so, yeah, it was kind of just shitty. Okay. It's one of those things, but I, you know, I, I, uh, I, thank goodness they have Sterling shepherd though. Am I right? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god 
See, huh. that's what I'm talking about. I'm, great content. I'm sorry, Bobby. I'm sorry. That wasn't bad. That <sighs> was clever. That was smart, I thought. No one shepherds hogs. You don't know. You know, uh, actually, uh, Kelso, my parents' my parents' yeah. dog, that, that breed of dog, the Catahoula leopard dog, yeah. they're bred to, to hunt and like bay up um, wild hogs. So there hogs, you go. Yeah. So how dare you tell me that they don't shepherd well, hogs? Well, but, but a shepherd they to me is like, a shepherd's a person. To- a shepherd can't be a dog. A German Shepherd? That's not a. That's that's a. That's different. You shitting me, dude? That's different. It's in the fucking name. Well, it's German. So I said, what just difference a does that make? Just a regular shepherd. Well, uh, what? So like, if someone is a shepherd in Germany, when's they can't the last time you a... saw a dog carrying one of those like crook staff? Things? You think that's the whole that's thing you what have you, to do yes. to be a shepherd? Yeah. If you, you don't have a crooked staff, you can't yeah, be a shepherd. You need a bindle to be a hobo, and you need a crook staff to You're, be a shepherd. You think you need a bindle? When was the last time you saw a bindle, dude? When I was ha- the hobos, you like, have not seen a fucking bindle I've recently. Seen it, yeah, I was down at the rail yard. Not. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of guys, and they probably had fingerless gloves on and top hats. With yeah, the top, they did the hat. The top of the hat. Yeah, cut out. and they're eating a tin can. <laughs> God, you're so f- <laughs> yeah full of shit. Yeah, I was hanging out with my friend Boxcar Jerry. <laughs> God, Boxcar Jerry. <laughs> But he has a bindle. <laughs> and he has a new bindle. He's got the new 2019 bindle. A Kindle? Yeah. Oh my fucking Okay. I think we're <sighs> Look what you've done to us, Bobby. What's going on on Boxcar Jerry's social media? <laughs> oh boy. Um, I have I have something actually I have something that's about animals also. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um <laughs> I was going to do... Um, That's no way to refer to Boxcar Jerry. He's no, a person. He's a great guy. <laughs> uh, no, did you guys see the fish tube? Oh, yeah. I just saw this this morning. Did you see this, Bobby? The fish tube? Uh, no. Uh, wait, what, what is it? Okay. Uh, we're going to get... Fish tube, but yeah. enough about my ex-wife. It's... God, you're just on one today. Um, yeah, if you want to, okay, Dan, if you want to send this to Bobby, he can take a look at this. This is a. First of all, it looks like uh, like a giant's fleshlight when you first see it. Oh! But what it is is it's a tube that helps fish uh, pass over like dams and large man-made structures. That's the that's the fleshlight that Hagrid fucks. Yes, <laughs> that's Hagrid's fleshlight. <laughs> But it's so funny because it's it wouldn't be as funny. So it's it's hard to get an idea of how long this tube is necessarily because I think it's footage from like multiple tubes. And there's like the the CGI fish going through the tube right now. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. It's it, it this is hypnotic. It is machine, very. Right this here. is like ASMR for it, fish. It really is. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's very helpful. Yeah. So you can okay. Well, that's obviously fake. <laughs> this one's just the big cartoon fish, but. Um, it's, uh, it's very helpful for fish because otherwise it takes them a long, long time to get over these, these man-made structures. And sometimes they can't. Um, I think what makes this very funny to me is that it's not like in uh, Futurama, right? There's like the, the hard, yeah. the hard glass tubes that they, that they go around. In, right. right. These tubes are like wiggly. And yeah, so, so when kind of see the when, fish, when like... the fish goes through, you see it like shaking around <laughs> and it looks just sort of like obscene almost yeah it is like weirdly i don't want to say sexual 
Because I don't find I don't. This isn't making me horny or anything. I just want to make. Uh, no, like I want to fuck the fish tube, man. Uh, <laughs> right. Like when this when this guy when this like the silver fox here slides the salmon into this this wet tube. <laughs> the silver. Fox. Well, I'm assuming he's a silver fox. Yeah, yeah. But he slides this this big right. wriggling salmon into a into this this like fleshy right. like soft tube, and it just gets launched. It's like this pneumatic fuck tube for the fish, and they just get launched. And yeah. there's just something very, very odd about it, and, and and very hypnotic. I think I watched this video about twenty times. I think it's time. like you don't want to. I for me anyway. I, like I don't know if you don't want to fuck the tube. I don't want to fuck the tube. Bobby but wants it, to fuck the tube. I want to fuck the tube. Dan, I'm not even going to ask. Dan wants to fuck the tube. Yeah, yeah. You do not want to fuck the tube. No, I don't want to fuck the tube. But it looks like it would be fun to ride. Like it looks like it would be fun to be the fish. Like it's like a yeah. water slide, but instead of the water slide being hard plastic, it just have like fun. Feels like nice. Like I, I feel like if. If the fish doesn't find this fun, then fish are incapable of having fun, right? I ho- honestly, with the amount of fish I eat, I hope they hate this. What? So then they they want to die? Just, yeah, exactly. And then you don't feel as bad. Precisely. Do you think the fish are having fun, Bobby? Oh, totally. Okay. What? Yeah, what, what makes I you think that? You. How could they not have fun? I mean, like if you had like a pneumatic tube that just shot you out into a pool at a water park, you'd go on that. Hundred percent, absolutely. But so, I, but I feel like with fish, they're in the water all the time anyway. I mean, this is obviously a very new experience. I feel like it's almost to me, it's more like remember that video of uh, there's the baby in the backseat of the car and they go through a tunnel and all of a sudden it's just like completely like terrified and hypnotized because it's like gone dark and there's like you, you know the video I'm talking right. About, right? Yeah. I feel like that's what the fish is experiencing, right? Like it's just frozen in fear. Yeah, like it's probably good that fish are born from eggs. Otherwise, this would be. Oh, this would be sort of bringing it back to the, the little fish vagina. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so very, that's very Freudian. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm always thinking about, how animals are being, you know, sexualized in Freud's type of... You're thinking about a fish fucking its mom. Yeah. That's no, that's, Oedip- you wouldn't that's fuck the Oedipus, tube, but... isn't it? No, is that... Fr- no. That's Freudian. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Freudian, that's, that's wanting to fuck your mom. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm What's the sure Oedipus complex? Isn't that one? That's why. That's that's that as well. Is that when you want to fuck your dad? No, that's well, when you kill your dad. Oedipus, the the fable of Oedipus to put forward his theory that men want to kill their fathers and have sex with their mothers. Correct. Yeah. And then you claw out your eyes when it's done. I I think that's the, yeah, that's, that's the, the idea. Whole thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. I understand that. But you think fish? Psychology. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> oedipus rex that's uh my book recommendation of the week um yeah okay i uh yeah no this is uh it was a good video i saw it earlier it is cool it seems like it's good for the environment i guess potentially that's what makes it so much fun like the fact that it looks cool but also it's doing something good yeah, it's perfect for you to enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know what it reminds it'd be me fun- of? It'd be funnier if they launched it. The end of the tube was just like a bunch of like blades, <laughs> just yeah. like a, a bunch of spinning. This blades. is how they make tuna. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, this reminds me of we were talking about this on the last episode with Rachel Schaefer, episode thirty-seven. Obviously, I know okay. what episode it is at all times, <laughs> but uh, the it reminds me of the burger tube at, mm. at McDonald's mm. at the McDonald's in Caresdale. That's right. Yeah, but for fish. Yeah. I would this love to see a just filet a, fish. I'd tube. love to see a, a a salmon going through the burger tube at McDonald's. I think that's what we're seeing right here. Yeah, but I'd love to see it at the actual McDonald's. Oh yeah, if someone puts a salmon in there. It'd be great. Yeah, I'd love to do. This it. This is good though. You guys ever see the videos of like uh, the fish market in uh, Seattle? Oh yeah, buddy, I've been to the fish market yeah. in Seattle. <laughs> I mean, I've watched I've watched a Seahawks <laughs> game and and they show it about 
six times every game. Yeah. So it's the I know thing. anytime there's a sporting event in Seattle, you, you someone's just throwing a fish at you. Yeah. Uh, but wouldn't it be great if, it, you know, instead of having a guy throw a fish at you, it came from like a pneumatic tube from the water. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Like directly from the water. You couldn't get anything more fresh than that. That's sort of the next step. Yeah. I mean, and on the same, on the same note, what if instead of the tube over the dam, they just had the, the Pike place market guy just hucking a fish over the dam. Oh, that'd be cool too, actually. I mean, I don't think it would work maybe as much as who knows how far he can throw. I feel like a lot of times it would just hit the side of the dam maybe, but every so often he gets one over. Yeah. And then, I mean, assuming it gets over the top of the dam, because the top of the dam is going to be fairly really wide high. as well. Yeah, yeah. So It's going to be tough. Well, we got to think this through. Yeah. But what's, what's going on in your social media, John? Well, I saw a great tweet, and this is kind of a, another, another thing we had fun with this week at, at the expense of all the shit that's going on. Uh, Tommy Lee, famed intellectual uh, that everyone knows from Motley Crue, posted a tweet uh, that was really, I mean... Just a lot to take in. Uh, I don't think he actually wrote it. You don't think so? No. People were saying it was like a Reddit post, but it's still like... All right. Well, in any case... The fact that he posted it. He preceded this tweet by saying he was going to go take a Trump and then did the poo uh, emoji, which is, you okay. know, your classic joke, which I uh, I like. And then Tommy Lee... Yeah, so this was whatever it was. Maybe he didn't write it, but it, he obviously... it. You know what it reminded me of? It, it reminded me... Well, I'll read it first, and then I'll tell you what it reminded me of. Okay, so this is the... <clears throat> Tommy Lee tweet you Trumpsters better pray that liberals never gain control of the White House again because we are going to pay you back so fucking hard for all of this shit planned parenthoods on every damn corner. We're going to repaint Air Force One pussy hat pink and fly it over your beloved Bible Belt six days a week tossing birth control pills condoms and atheist literature from the cockpit. We're going to tax your mega churches so bad Joel Olstein sick. Joel Austin will need to get a job at Chick-fil-A to pay his light bill. Speaking of Chick-fil-A, we're buying all those and giving them to any LGBTQ person. Your sick cult leaders tortured with conversion therapy. Have fun with the new menu. You bigoted fucks. Try the McPence. It's a boiled unseasoned chicken breast that you have to eat in the closet with your mother. We're going to gather up all of your guns, melt them down and turn them into a gargantuan metal mountain emblazoned with the face of Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I don't uh, yeah that's that. not a great yeah. all parks yeah. will be renamed Rosa parks ASAP and I mean that's just a great that's a good joke we're replacing confederate statues with black lives matter leaders and Mexican immigrants every single public school will be renamed after a child that was kidnapped by this regime and after we fumigate the White House we're repainting the whole thing rainbow Fox News will be taken over and turned into a family refugee shelter we're turning Hannity's office into a giant unisex bathroom with changing tables and free tampons and every single time a Trumpster complains about any of the changes, we're adding an openly gay character to a Disney movie. So I would not have pegged Tommy Lee for like, well, being like politically involved at all. Not yeah. maybe, but being like liberal, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, like, I assume I mean, everyone from Motley Crue. Because uh, Vince Neil, I don't think is posting anything like Vince Neil's on Cameo. Yeah, no. And uh, his face looks like a ham that was left in the rain, right? Yeah. So... I don't know. This is this was sort of surprising to me. I just uh, like. I mean, I'm extremely liberal, and I don't. I didn't like most of this. Yeah, I don't know about the Hillary Clinton mount. Yeah, that's not great. And also, I don't really like. You don't have to make Chick Fil A worse. Like all either. the ideas like, you know, are. Don't get rid of the spicy chicken. Yeah, sandwich. yeah. Like just fire the guy that's a homophobe. Yeah, like, that seems way easier to me. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like it's a lot. Sort of nitpicking this Reddit post that Tommy Lee. <sighs> 
posted yeah, on his Instagram. Like all of the sentiments I think are good, but like a planned parenthood on every corner just seems irresponsible. Like it's not that many, you know. Yeah, because like in Vancouver, like we, every block we had a Starbucks, they, they were kitty corner from each other, and one yes. of them shut down eventually. Like you're yeah. just there's just not enough. It's, it's like, go, it's like how ahead. there's like too many Starbucks in an area. Yeah, no, like sometimes there's too many Starbucks in an area. Yeah. And I and like they cannibalize each other's business. I'd imagine Planned Parenthood would be the same thing. Yeah, ex- like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're basically saying I want to close well, Planned Parenthoods. Yeah, that's the way that's well, that's what would happen. They'd yeah. saturate the market, you know? So this reminded me of the poster that a lot of people had in their college dorm room that was the like train spotting. Thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it read like this it like choose life. Yeah. Like whatever that whole thing. It just reminded me of that, but like just sick liberal I mean, it version is, of it. It is when I found out it it came from Reddit, that didn't really because it is it does have some Reddit flavor oh, yeah, to for it. Sure. For sure. Well also too, they're saying they're gonna name a sandwich at Chick-fil-A the Mick Pence, which that is not i mean i'm pretty sure they get sued for that yeah i mean that's that's obviously you got you're not familiar with with fast food yeah. branding i mean you uh, could call it the chick pence yeah but not the you could just call it the pence sand i mean yeah, yeah the, that's that's ridiculous yeah you know that you know i'm really pissed off now that's what i'm saying it's yeah. not a good this post. is pissing me off yeah what the, the fuck yeah okay that's what i'm saying yeah Painting right. the White House rainbow seems like a lot. To, is a rainbow house now? That's. I mean, that's you know, that's whatever. It's just a. It's just a building. But it just seems like a lot of work. The whole yeah, it's a big house. I, the big thing for me is just not. I would not have guessed that Tommy Lee fell uh, at this end of the political spectrum. That's true. Yeah, and I think oh. it's like I, I feel like this happens to other celebrities like Tommy Lee, where they, where it's like not someone you would expect would be political. Like Kevin and, Nash. Yes, exactly. And then just like, it's almost like one day they wake up and then they're just like, I'm, this is it now. And then they just, and then it's like, everything is just that. Yeah. Like, cause now Tommy Lee's all, he's all about it. Oh, it's time. I got to take another Trump. Now that's his whole thing when he. Axel Rose, I think is actually very anti-Trump too. Axel Rose is like super, super lib, uh, which if you'd listen to like Guns N' Roses' songs, you would not expect that to be the case. Yeah. Because. A lot of them are super racist. Yeah. Uh, he has like entire songs where it's like, hey, uh, immigrants, uh, how about no? I mean, that's not the lyric, but you know, you know, the like one, one in a million to. is like yeah. basically telling every non-white person to get the hell out of America. But now Axl Rose is like, he's in the resistance. Yeah. I mean, at least he's, he's changed his mind. So that's, that's good, I guess. I respect it. Yeah. The, uh, uh, I mean, <coughs> sorry, uh, as the only in this podcast i want to be the one who officially welcomes tommy lee and his enormous hog into the resistance welcome tommy lee and this is like you see because this is a classic these are back-to-back tweets from tommy lee watching x games and y'all are fucking crazy moto skateboarding freestyle etc much love and respect damn y'all crazy love mr crazy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is like that's exactly that's what i expect lee. tommy yeah. lee to tweet and then the very next tweet dude at real donald trump one minute you blame mental illness for the mass shootings then next it's video games what the fuck is wrong with you wake the fuck up i mean the x games had ended by that point so <laughs> yeah he's like that it switched the x Games switched to the news that's so, love mr crazy yeah. i'm gonna sign off all my posts that way now. love that's mr so crazy good. baby i love that uh, speaking of crazy, we've been so excited for this all episode. And it, like we said, this might be the craziest man on the internet. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? 
You brought receipts, Blocktail. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a Blocktail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a Blocktail. All right, uh, Bobby, like uh, Stefan, we've done now 38 of these shows and Stefan has never been, I would say, so excited for a Dude, I, for a block. I hate this guy so much. And so uh, we leave it to you, Bobby. Tell us tell us the story. All right. Um, I, I kind of got to start at the beginning here uh, yeah. and yeah. not just Benny Johnson's beginning, but like where Benny Johnson. So, yeah, and, and say, your, your block, your block is Benny Johnson. We'll, we'll get that out of the way. Benny Johnson. Yeah. And so we're going to get into kind of where he comes from and why everyone should be just as mean to everyone like him. So, um, like, say you're in the U.S. and you want to make it in media. Go to, like, a moderate or liberal news organization, but then you'll be up against, like, a bunch of people who went to Yale and they'll all like have parents with connections and they'll be like ruthlessly backstabbing each other. And the second you make a mistake, you'll be gone and you'll be burned out and doing PR for Steakums within like five years. <laughs> but if you are a conservative and you want to get into media, you basically have all these uh, basically conservative welfare organizations where basically right wing idiots get to just spout off and have bad takes. And they get like these really cushy jobs. Um, and you might have heard of some of these places like the Federalist or National Review or uh, the Weekly Standard. And, you know, you can just shit post there for a living as long as you have no morals. Um, and so Benny Johnson graduated college and went to one of these places. And so there it's like, again, you really only need to be like a functioning human being to like keep a job there. There's no like standards. But if you actually are kind of like, a compelling person, they'll try to get you a job at a centrist uh, media company to try to uh, advance the cause by getting like ideological plants at those. Right. So Benny, um, he managed to get to Buzzfeed, I think in like 2012. Yeah. Buzzfeed Benny. Um, and he was known for doing like me. He was like the first conservative to do memes or one of the first, you know, like before then, Conservatives were losing the meme wars very badly. <laughs> His memes were like really racist too, right? They were like he would have super racist like it, like um I think like there's like during the Iraq war it's like here's a friends gift for you know all the battles that are going on against ISIS and oh. it's just like what the hell man oh, um man. like there's a lot of people dying out there uh and and so you know he's at BuzzFeed for a while and become the he becomes at once like a punching bag for a lot of people online because he's like one of the few conservatives they're exposed to. But also like he was like living in D.C. and like kind of, you know, yucking it up with a lot of like centrist and liberal commentators who all like became friends with him. And so it was this weird dynamic there where like everyone, you know, everyone who like actually cared about, you know, the actual you know, material aspects of politics hated him. But like people who are just kind of thought it's a game. It's like, oh, he's a fun guy. It's cool to be around. Because they would defend uh, him too whenever, I mean, you'll get to it, obviously. But he would have people jump to his defense, which is like so insane in retrospect. Yeah, it, it, was, it was this really, and like, you know, he wasn't like funny or talented or anything, but he like had a nice haircut and friends. That was enough. If you're conservative with a nice haircut and friends, you can make it as like, you know, in centrist media. Yeah. 
eventually uh, they found out that he plagiarized like half of his articles and they had to fire him. Um, and it was just, and he was really kind of humiliated for a while. And then he bounced around to a couple. So after Buzzfeed, he bounced around to like some more conservative media outlets again. But the plagiarism, uh, the plagiarism wasn't even, it's not like he was writing like, like long reads. It was like, he had the one after like one of the Fort hood shootings where it was just him driving around Fort hood, taking pictures of like the chilies and Applebee's there and being like, they have, they have restaurants here too. You can, there's a gas station, they have Starbucks and he plagiarized that shit from like Yahoo answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not even like it's not even like good plagiarism. It's not like right. worthwhile plagiarism. It's, it's like, like the it's type like the of laziest fucking plagiarism. It's the imaginable. type of plagiarism my like grade nine students do. When yeah, they're like writing a paper on Romeo and Juliet. Or yeah, whatever. he would he would he would plagiarize from Yahoo Answers, uh, Wikipedia. I mean, it was it was it was just uh, like the. So I, I just want to say this, Bobby, um, is is that uh, our friend uh, Crushing Board. Uh, and actually, yeah, Blip, Blippo Blappo as well. I don't know if you remember this. Ah, uh, yes, the classic um, uh, Blippo Blappo. Yeah, they uh, they pointed out uh, a lot of these uh, instances of plagiarism in the first place. And uh, Ben Smith, the editor in chief of, of BuzzFeed, uh, said, "Hey, we were grateful to them for for pointing out these serious failures to to properly uh, attribute two quotations and to credit a source. We've corrected the post, and then here, uh, this is in twenty." 14 i believe this is a this is a really bad sentence uh this is a bad sentence back then it's really funny now this is a benny johnson sentence this is no this is from ben smith his editor-in-chief defending him okay benny johnson is one of the web's deeply original writers as is clear from his body of work like even at the time that's that's completely insane because his body of work was like memes yeah and and then he got fired shortly after plagiarizing again cool so uh keep going bobby go ahead shit posting memes uh plagiarizing yahoo answers uh no so after that he bounced around to a bunch of conservative media outlets and they're like these kind of growing rumblings about like hey he's actually like even though he might be nice to like his colleagues he's actually a horrible person to work for um and so there was actually an expose on kind of how he bullied his staff and berated them in front of people and uh you know like would fire them on a on the drop of a dime and just like made it's made working for him seem like hell yeah so you know but he you know because he's a conservative with a good haircut and a bunch of twitter followers he was able to kind of hang on for a while that was of course until uh june 8th 2017 um he was uh james comey was testifying before congress and um, he was talking about how horrible it was working for Trump. And so Benny said, question of the day. If you think a president is a habitual liar who will slander and malign you, why keep working for him? To which I replied, maybe you could ask your employees. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he took that well. Um, so he blocked me. <laughs> okay. Um, but th- so, and so he was on the receiving end of about a thousand dunk gifts. I want to thank my friend, uh, Crank T Nelson for screenshotting it. Uh, the whole interaction, because now I have it whenever I need it. Yeah. Even though Ben blocked me. Um, 
And yeah, it was just, uh, uh, he was on the receiving end of a lot of shit that day. And I actually, um, I circumvented the block by, uh, going into Twitter in a different browser to see, uh, like what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and because like my response had got like, a, you know, thousands of RTs. So a lot of people saw it. And like that later that day, he was like, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, Hey everyone, just want to let you know, I'm kind of having a rough day. Thanks for sticking by me. <laughs> Like I really, I really got to ruin his day. And- yeah, yeah. That's 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 great. I mean, he he's had a lot of like. I feel like whenever I'm made aware of him on Twitter, it's because he's posted something just insanely stupid, and everyone's dunking on him for it. Because the one I remember um, is when he was on uh, like a military news website, and uh, was it was re- it was back in 2017. He was reading a, uh, a story, I guess, about the uh, transgender ban in the military. And he took a screen grab, and, he, and I actually, I still have the screen grab here. Let me let me pull this up because uh, this is my favorite <laughs> Benny Johnson thing uh, by far. And he said the advertising on the Military Times right now, and it's a screen grab from his browser, uh, and it's the story about the transgender ban uh, with a picture of James Mattis, and then next to it uh, is an ad for the world's largest gay cruise. Get on board. <laughs> And I don't know if you guys know how targeted advertising works, but Benny Johnson does not know how targeted advertising works. But he found out shortly afterwards when everyone replied and said, you know, this is like based on what you are looking at all the time. Unless he, my theory is he stole it from like a gay guy's browser, maybe. Right. He just like copied it from like, like, yeah, I think he just copied it from like another gay guy. Right. But um, that was my favorite Benny Johnson moment. He blocked me because I replied to that. I think I just was like, hey man, you're like one of the stupidest people like I've ever met. <laughs> um, but he's, I, God, I, I, I love him. I hate him. Uh, he's, you were saying, uh, Bobby, that he's, you don't see him as much anymore because he's sort of like siloed off uh, onto yeah. like, like several layers. Cause he, he got, he, was it IJR, I think, that he was working and for? He was at IJR at the yeah. time. And now he's with and- TPUSA, I think. This is, you know, I think the lesson from his career and my role in making him miserable in it is that whenever you come across a conservative who's like trying to cross over, like someone like Seth Mandel or Mm. like Ben Shapiro, even though Ben Shapiro is kind of like beyond shit posting now. Yeah. uh, But, you know, someone like that when they're like a conservative who's like trying to play to the liberal crowd, really just like make their life miserable enough that online that eventually they're just sick of talking to the liberals. And now because Benny, that happened to him. Now he is, I think chief meme officer at turning point USA. That's right. And so, yeah, I mean like he still gets to be on conservative welfare, but really now he's just ripping off like elderly billionaires saying that he's turning college campuses liberal when he's just kind of like drinking whiskey in a DC townhouse (laughs) and going on junkets. And so we've really kind of removed him from the system. And I want to encourage all the listeners out there to really just uh, berate conservative pundits uh, at centrist organizations as much as possible until they quit. 
Yeah, I think that's reasonable. That's a that's a good uh, credo. To a great by, credo. And yeah. Stefan, I know you want to do another little thing with Benny Johnson, but I would like to get into our listener block. <laughs> yeah, we'll quickly uh, do this because this, this is week, quite funny. <laughs> because uh, our listener block this week, and if you'd like to send in a block, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com, uh, comes in to us from, and I believe I can say his full name because of his position and, and everything. Uh, this is, comes in from David Cavucci, who is the uh, politics editor at The Daily Dot. And uh, he was also blocked by Benny Johnson. And uh, so he writes, uh, I've just this week become a huge fan of your podcast. I'm sure the wait list is a mile long for him. But if you're ever looking for someone who's been blocked by Benny Johnson, (laughs) I would be into it. I got blocked after he tweeted during the Comey hearing. Here is the true question (laughs) of the day. If you think a president is a habitual liar who will slander and malign you, why keep working for him? And I quoted it with the caption. I don't know, man. Ask your employees. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) Great minds. (laughs) He said it went viral and made it back to Benny and he blocked me. Uh, (laughs) So just, uh, you know, I think this is the first time in show history and it might be the first time it will or the only time it'll ever happen where two people were blocked for literally the same incident. I love it. Phenomenal. And uh, David adds. Also, I have a dog. We can talk about her dick. Yeah, we can do that. Um, That's Uh, if we were going to have him on the show. So but no, we have we have Bobby and he has the same block. So just thank you. Great stuff. Thank you, David, for sending that in. You're doing the Lord's work as you are as well, Bobby. And just before we get into our top three stuff and you want to do I do want to have the Yeah, this is the yeah. Before we get into our top three, I I said you wanted to. That's how time works. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So before (laughs) we get into our top three, Stefan, you wanted to share. uh, Apparently, Benny Johnson did a TEDx talk, a TEDx talk. Uh, Man, this is hard to watch. Bobby, have you seen this before? I haven't. Um, yeah, I haven't either. I'm so sorry. I can't dude. see this kid out there. It's it's really so. Look, th- so TEDx talks are like worse than TED talks because TED talks are like like accomplished like celebrities and famous people, what sure. have you, scientists. And TEDx talks are uh, uh, Benny Johnson. This is TEDx, <laughs> uh, the University of Iowa. Oh yeah, and we don't have to watch the this esteemed whole thing. campus. This uh, is the University of Iowa. This is really, really hard to watch. Uh, so, Bobby, if you click the link in the Discord there, um, that that Dan said, right. you can uh, you can join in the the video room here. Um, and this is called find your find your inner scientist. Uh, this is Benny Johnson's TEDx okay. talk at the University of Iowa. Uh, and man, I mean, we watched this on the Twitch stream because we do Huck Watch every Wednesday. Yep. Uh, and this, I, I would say this is worse than any Huckabee show hmm. segment. What about the time when oh. Huckabee played uh, music with the guy from Corn? That was good. That yeah, was very right. good. That, that was, was great. Cool, yeah. uh, but here we go. Okay. Uh, this Let's is, take a look. This sucks so bad. I'm sorry. All right. I can't wait for this. God, this was like a perfectly, this carpet was in perfect shape yesterday. And people have been just jamming on it. It's getting, all, it's getting all frilled, and I'm not going to uh, do anything but hurt that a little bit more because I talk a lot, and I move when I talk because I'm massively ADD, and I think that that helped me a little bit in my career. I'd like to talk to you guys about that. That also, was you can see how fast the world changes. The, of a show. the title just of as my a speech has actually comedian, changed that's just disgusting uh, since this morning when I gave them the title of my speech. So I'm sorry about. Looks it. like he's trying to sell a timeshare. Uh, find your inner scientist. <laughs> he's also if, if you go if you go back for a second, he also talks big, about uh, how he came up with a title for his largest, speech. Most laboratory uh, the morning of the speech, yeah. which is when not like Benny Johnson to completely like, half-ass something. Yeah. Also, you can see how fast the world changes. The title of my speech has actually changed uh, since this morning when I gave them the title of my speech. Yeah. 
So I'm sorry about that. Uh, find your inner scientist. Sorry about what? I consider myself to, tell, uh, to work in a laboratory. I work in a big, beautiful, wonderful, largest, most exciting oh, laboratory Lord. that's ever existed on the planet with more discoveries than the human mind could have conceived of. <laughs> and that laboratory is called the internet. No way it makes sense. Think of oh, all of the great success. I don't want to brag. Where everyone's just going to want to surf the internet but yeah. during the crowd. So it's kind of like makes sense. Yeah. You guys will not be able to believe like your eyes. Watch the success stories my lab has had. That's Rebecca Black. He puts on the, the screen back there. Dude. Oh my god, this isn't an app. Dancing! Oh my god. <laughs> I... Look at all those hands. Jesus, I want to die. Where are they even recording this? This looks like a really yeah, awful it's room. It's an audience of like exactly. 100 people. Yeah, at max. Wait, wait, go, go back, go back, go back. <laughs> Sorry. Pause for a sec. So, uh, I just want to explain. This is the next part here. So, he's, he's playing... Friday by Rebecca Black. It starts out with a, a photo of Rebecca Black on there. Uh, but now it's like cycling through other like memes from the time from like 2013, 2014. Um, we like we can probably honestly stop watching after the, the, the next couple uh, parts here because it, it does not get better. Um, but this is just just listen to what he says. Listen to the lack of, of crowd reaction. There's no pop or anything. No one's into this at all. Everyone hates this so much. Uh, let's, let's just press press play and listen. Cat. <laughs> Anybody know Erin McGurd, girl? <laughs> you know her? <laughs> yeah, she's famous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Better in gift form. You can just watch it over and over again. It's Gangnam Style. Mitt Romney, not as good at doing Gangnam Style. Mitt Romney, not as good. Oh, and then the cut to the audience, oh, and... It is guy. devastating. Oh, memes are great. Oh my god. He's just dying up there. Have you ever gone on Condescending Wonka and like made your own? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. Look at this poor girl. This is her this is the start of her modeling shoot. This was her first day modeling. Oh. Oh yeah. You guys pause this? Our yeah. Favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it, like without exaggeration, this really reminds me of seeing Dan Nana do stand up. <laughs> <laughs> it is he's got the same sort of like patter right yeah, it's just like he's like hey uh remember that yeah remember that <laughs> 67 uh, remember that and he's just he is just dying up there and there's oh. 16 more minutes of this you guys remember er my gird girl when we watched <laughs> this entire thing and it's just him explaining oh, like how no. he like makes memes or not even makes memes how he like finds memes but it's not like you can just like he did not put any effort into this at all yeah, but and then it's called find your inner scientist. So is he like saying that making a meme is a science? It's like is a science. Like whole... it's, it's the science of like finding content online. Oh like, my god, this honestly yeah. makes me want to claw my. This own might eyes be out. a bonus episode where we watch the entire thing because it is eighteen minutes. I do want to watch the entire thing with you, John. I want to make you watch it. I must. It hurts. Uh, but we're two and a half minutes in, and um, yeah, I, I can't deal with this anymore. So we can we can stop this now, Dan. All right. Well, and sorry about that, Bobby. That was, uh, I mean, that was a lot to take in, uh, but I guess great. That's Benny Johnson. Stuff. Yeah. Stefan finding yeah. that. I don't know. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, we're going to get to the top three in a moment. I almost feel bad plugging stuff now because that was so bad. It's like, well, I don't want anyone to have to pay for anything that we've done. Uh, but if you would like to donate to the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash blocked party where we've got a few exciting announcements. Uh, we have a bonus episode coming out this week. It'll be a mailbag, uh, with uh, past guest and, 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 uh, fan favorite Kyle bottom will be joining us for that. So that should be great. Uh, we also have a, um, we have a new promotion. If you donate $50 lifetime to the podcast, you get a free t-shirt. So we've started to send some of those out, which is pretty cool. Yep. And uh, we're also going to be launching a newsletter sometime this week. So Stefan and I are going to start writing uh, a newsletter. It'll come out, It'll be coming at, out mid uh, this week. I yeah, think. mid yeah. this week. And then about once a week after that, uh, either Stefan or myself will be releasing a newsletter. So we're going to have some new donor tiers for that. Because I know some people don't always like to listen to audio content. They already one episode of us a week is enough and they'd rather just read something. So we'll have a different tier for that and it'll be great. We'll have all the information about that coming out this week. And uh, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod. Uh, you can uh, rate and review the show on iTunes. That always helps us. It's great. Tell your friends yeah, and the next uh, Patreon tier, which I always mention, uh, oh yeah, the five thousand dollars. We're getting closer. We are. Uh, <laughs> John will, and this will be another video episode. I think we've decided. Yeah. Well, I have decided. Uh, John will be smoking weed for the very first time. Yes. And we'll oh be, man, that's cool. we'll be recording an episode, and Chris James will be here to help. So that's fine. Well, I don't. Well, hmm. <laughs> do we call it help? It's tough to say. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I just I just want to pipe in here and say that I have seen like an adult smoke weed for the first time. And it is delightful. I'm I'm so excited for this, Bobby. I cannot tell you. Well, it's uh, it's might it's, be it's, one of the worst ideas I've ever had. It's gonna be a gift, uh, but think. we'll see. Yeah, and for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes. I, I yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, if you donate, then that might happen at some point too. <laughs> Uh, great. Speaking of video episodes, the last bonus episode we did was a video episode cooked party where we made that tuna and peas pizza. Nasty. That went well. People uh, seem to really thank enjoy you to that. Dan for doing yeah, all the editing. Amazing work on that. Our producer, Daniel Cazetto, uh, always doing an amazing job. So yeah, thank you everybody for listening. And if you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com. Okay. We're done. All the promo stuff. Uh, Bobby, uh, we always like to end the episode with a top three. What do you have for us, please? Okay, um, so because you guys are Canadian, you're big hockey fans, I wanted to try to do a hockey one here. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. The top three teams to play as in NHL 94. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Wow. NHL 94. Ooh. Are we editing lines or just best line? Um, so it, you, we're playing across a variety of like rules setups. Like, okay. you know, you can really... I want I want to give people flexibility here. Okay. <sighs> okay. So we'll we'll start with you, Bobby. Your number three team. Number three. Um, and again, I play this with like easiest rules, but um, I've won the Stanley Cup with them. Is uh, my hometown Hartford Whalers? Okay. Oh baby, yeah. Well, the cool thing about that too is you get they play brass bonanza when the Whalers score, and they don't do that for every team. Yeah. So we're gonna get the rosters up here in front of us because there's yeah. some obviously some insane ones. So that was Zalapsky on. Would he be? He'd he be was. a Whaler, right? Uh, mm, he was, yeah, maybe. He was, and well, you know who their top player at the time was? Oh, is it? Was it Pat, Pat Verbeek? Verbeek? Oh, it was John Cullen. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, me, yeah, the great John Cullen, and Jeff yeah, Sanderson, and uh, John. If if you ever uh, play a show in Hartford, they'll probably hate you. 
because okay, good to uh, know. he traded their two best players for John Cullen and he wasn't that good. <laughs> and, yeah, it happens. So really, uh, people might blame you personally for the Whalers leaving. That's fair. So number three. Okay, that's a good that's a good number three. I'm gonna say my number three. I'll say I'll say it's the Canucks. Yeah, Canucks had a good team at Burray. that time. Burray was, Burray was unbelievable in, in that game. It was so fast. I uh, uh, I just want to say, yeah, I'm loving the ratings. The ratings you know, are so because, they're like, so they're, stingy on the ratings. So vicious. Like you compare it to, to NHL now, like every player is above eighty. Yeah, basically. I mean, it makes sense because they have to include to like the Europe, well, and, and the European yes. leagues and stuff. So they need a clear delineation yes. between like, oh, this guy's in the NHL. So he's at least yeah, this. And they have the WHL and, and what but have like, you in the minors. NHL, but. I'm looking at the Canucks like Gino Ojic was 47. <laughs> like that is. I think there was a guy who was a five. The, oh, yeah, there was. Wasn't there like one guy that was like John so Chambers? Bad? Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Lyndon was like, this is Lyndon's prime and he was a 78. Yeah. Stu yeah. Grimson, 37. <laughs> so my number three, and this is not great. Mm-hmm. This in fact is quite bad, but my number three, the Florida Panthers, because I liked Florida. No one. Oh, just because you I liked, liked Florida yeah, yeah, at yeah. that time and I played with them a lot. So Florida, their top rated player is a 63 in this game and it's John Van Beesbrook. And Gord Murphy, because this is... was before I this because 94, they would have made the rosters in 93. The Panthers went to the cup in 96, like Jovanovsky. Yeah, it was and... before they were good. The Did Panthers... they have Scott Mellenby? They did. have yeah, Scott Mellenby. And he's 49. Oh, boy. so yeah, their their top rated forward is 60. Brian Scrudland and then Andre Lamacken, who I've never heard of, <laughs> was 57. Wow. But I used to play as the Panthers just because I liked them. But yeah, not a good team at all. Okay, so that's that's your number three. Bobby, oh, yeah, you're yeah. number two. I want to issue a correction. Actually, John Cullen was in NHLPA '93, but not NHL '94. Oh wow! Okay, but he was on he was on the Whalers though. Yeah, he would. Have okay, been on the no, he was no. So he wasn't on the Whalers in '94, but he was on NHLPA '93, right. which is like 95 percent the same game. Yeah. I can see. So I, I can see John. Play. I can see John has like I think. We're, we're all going to have very similar number ones, probably number ones and number two. Like it's, I, I feel like yeah. we're getting to the point where there's like three really good teams left, but go ahead, Bobby. What's your number two? Um, so a uh, bit of a dark horse here, but uh, they're actually a ton of fun to play with. Um, and that'd be the Washington capitals. Oh, okay. Let's take a look at that. So, oh yeah. Peter um, Bondra, ally of Tenders wow. were shit, but they had a lot of fun players. So you'd like get into a lot of shootouts with them just because you'd have to uh, really. And Ally Frady had that killer uh, slap shot. Yeah, true. That's a good choice. That's a great choice. I have. Okay. I think my number two, I got to think this through here. I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to go with uh, Chicago. Jeremy Roenick was, was really good. Steve yeah. Larmer, uh, they have Chelios. And then they did, I think Belfort was the best goalie in the game, I think. Yeah. So just based on that, you want to have like a, a solid defense. You're going to go with, uh, with Chicago. Yeah. Belfort yeah. is a 98. Yeah. I think that's Patrick was 94. Yeah. So. Cause I think that was like, right. Was that after the year he won rookie of the year or the yeah, year? It might yeah. Be. So I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Chicago. For yeah. There's two. only one player in the game. That's a hundred and that's Mario Lemieux. Yeah. So, and that's, I think that's going to come up later, but who's right. your number two. My number two is uh well, so I cheered for the Florida Panthers, but I also grew up in Toronto 
And my number two is the Toronto Maple Leafs. And at that time, oh, very had, fun team. Good, I mean, actually, 94, yeah. that they was when decent. they, that yeah. was when they lost. They 93 was when they, uh, you know, the famed Gretzky high stick incident when LA went on to play Montreal in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Uh, and so they had a lot of Doug Gilmore is an 89 in the game. They've also got Dave Andrichuk, Glenn Anderson, John Cullen is on the Leafs in NHL and, 94. Uh, there you go. Yeah, that was a mid-season trade. Yeah, uh, Nikolai Borshevsky. And then on defense, we got Dave Ellett. And of course, Felix the Cat Potvin in net. Yeah, so. that's a great choice. So, yeah, so Leafs are number two for me. Okay, number one, Bobby. Um, You know, uh, I, I, I chose uh, this for this podcast for a reason. Uh, Vancouver Canucks, man. All wow. right, yeah. Beret. Yeah, Beret, Beret alone. Beret. Is, yeah, he's so good. He's so fast. A really underappreciated guy, uh, Cliff Ronick. Yeah, yeah. He was Cliff super Ronin quick was really as well. Really good in those yeah. games. Really good because, like, in real life, he's like tiny. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter in NHL '94. So no. he was just, like this really sick, and and like he'd be playing with Ronnie, and it's like, where the hell did this guy come from? I barely heard it. And then it's like, oh, he's actually like kind of almost a midget, but he's just super fucking good at hockey. Yeah, yeah, because he was like five seven, I think. Uh, yeah, maybe even shorter. Well, and there was what was the? It was like NHL two thousand. Five, I think NHL 05 where being small was better was unlocked like you were faster. Yeah. So, so like a, a 90 just... speed was more valuable if they were small than a 90 speed if they were big. Yeah. So like you just fill out your roster with like, yeah, it was like Steve Sullivan, Saku Koivu, Korea, Korea. They were also and like is Sergei Samsonov. Yeah. I remember like there oh, was yeah. just you didn't need to have Brian Rafalski was like my number one D like you didn't need to have any big players because yeah in NHL it doesn't at that time didn't, didn't matter, matter. Yeah. anybody can hit anybody yeah. it makes no difference so yeah you just load up your team with all the smallest players and then just absolutely dominate with speed yeah so my my number one and th- so they're only 75 overall. But playing with like their top line felt like a cheat code. Yeah, and that's the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, if you were playing best yeah. line, if yeah. you were only playing no line changes, it was best Lemieux, line. Yager, and Stevens. Yeah, and Yager was only an eighty, but again, an eighty in NHL is like really good. And then Stevens was a seventy-seven, but he was still quite good as well. But then Lemieux was legitimately unstoppable. Yeah, like you could not you because he, he was big, like he was strong. So you couldn't push him off the puck or anything. He could score from anywhere. Oh yeah, Lemieux was absurd. He was so fast, games. but yeah, like you said, he's a hundred overall. Uh, the rest of the team not that great. Uh, Ron Francis on the second line, yeah. but just Samuel literally, Flynn? yeah, yeah, just but just on the strength of of Mario Lemieux alone. Yeah, um, it's it's Pittsburgh for me, my number one. All right, my number one. Uh, again, it was kind of a similar like being from Toronto. People loved Beret. Um, and another guy that I always loved growing up was Sergei Fedorov. And so I played with Detroit yeah. a lot. Yeah. And because they had Iserman, Iserman's a 95. Uh, Fedorov. So again, another another thing where their top line was so strong. Iserman, 95. Fedorov, 84. Dino Cicerelli, 80. And then, yeah, and then you have Paul Coffey on defense, who's an 83. And I think that's one of the highest defensive ratings in the game. Yeah. They don't seem to rate the defenseman very highly. And I remember Paul I'm not Coffey sure who was. Not, like Brian Leach is probably up there. Yeah, because uh, Paul Coffey, yeah, Brian Leach is only oh, a 76. Wow. Okay. So Paul Coffey, I just remember in this game too, you could rush him out of the back. Like yeah. so he was so fast. And so, yeah, so I played with Detroit, uh, Detroit a lot. So and Tim Shevelday, I liked in net and he's a 69. You know, Cicerelli, which is nice. Yep. Cicerelli, yep. just a great, 
a great squad. So yeah, I'm, I think coffee might be the highest rated defenseman in the game. I'm looking at some other teams and I don't see anybody that's even near as high. So, wow. so yeah, that's my, uh, that's my number one team. Yeah. That's Scott Stevens choice. is 76. Yeah, so 76 I'm assuming it's gotta the... be coffee as 83. Yeah. That's a great top three, Bobby. Thank you. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> we love that. Uh, well, that's, we've now reached the end of the show. Uh, Bobby, is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, I would just like to plug following me on Twitter at Bobby Big Wheel. I really feel like the serotonin rush that I get follower will really make it worth it for you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, no, we uh, we love that. We recommend you follow Bobby on Twitter. Uh, thank you very much for joining us in the program today. Again, donate to the show patreon.com slash block party. Follow us at block party pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Bobby while you're there at Bobby Big Wheel. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. And there's more diarrhea in your elevator, by the way, on the way up as I was coming up. No, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I was just <laughs> in the elevator. I don't remember that. Um, but yeah. okay. Wait, did they clear up the diarrhea? Yeah, they did. Thank God. And it oh. was human poop too. So. We're well, we just still don't know. Yeah, it was human. Poop. Jury's out. It was John's. It was John's poop. <laughs>